This is Pastor Jared Pollard, and you're listening to the ALC Daily Podcast. At Abundant Life Church, we believe that every person needs community that leads to encounters that causes growth. Join us as we dive into Scripture, share testimonies, and learn to become the hands and feet of Jesus in our everyday lives. Good morning and welcome to our podcast today. My name is Pastor Jared Pollard. And this is Pastor Benjamin Davis. Still trying to change it. This is the ALC Daily Podcast. We'll come up with a new rhythm soon. Um, <laughs> it'll be great. Uh, but this week we're talking about why tithing is the best way to get God's blessings. And today we're going to take it a step farther and talk about increased giving. We're going to make it really, really practical. And so we want to, you know, everybody knows that it's more blessed to give than it is to receive. So therefore, everybody should want to get involved in increased giving, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, generally speaking, we th- we would agree it's a good thing that I would have more capacity to give. Oh, yeah. So we're going to talk about that in a very practical way. Now, the, the scripture I'm using is Hebrews 7, which is an incredibly complex scripture because it's pulling from a couple of thousand years history and culture and assuming you know all that. So mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm trying to, to, to take a complex scripture and simplify it. But in Hebrews 7, 5, it says, And those descendants of Levi, that's the Levitical priesthood, who receive the priestly office, have a commandment in the law to take tithes from the people. So notice that the those who are in full-time ministry have a commandment to take tithes from the people. That is, from their brothers, though these also are descended from Abraham. All right. In this passage, it is supporting the the principle of full-time ministers of the gospel. All right, that's where we're going to dive in today. Tithing is a tool that God gives the local church to support full-time ministers of the gospel. Now, we're going to talk about why. Firstly, do you believe in the model... And it's, do you believe the model is still valid today for people to be full-time ministers of the gospel? Yes. Well, you should because you are one. That's me. <laughs> I'm part of we, that. We are biased. You're, ta- yeah. you're listening to two full-time ministers of yeah. the gospel, okay? Yeah. So, so we are biased in this, although I must admit uh, that I resisted the Lord on this because mm-hmm. I was working in a place with a bunch of lost people and fallen away people and mm-hmm. depressed people. And I remember when my pastor asked me to come on full time, I said to the Lord, Lord, I'm not going to be hanging out with all these lost people and the, all these depressed people and all these fallen away people and these miserable people and they're all having panic attacks. <laughs> Wouldn't this be a great place for me to hang out and minister to these people? That's true. And the Lord said, yes, but I need to put, put you over here in the, yeah. into full-time ministry. Yeah. So uh, so it, the, we believe the model is for today. Now, the way that God set up the original system was that there were 12 tribes of Israel, and one of those tribes was going to be full-time ministers. So that means that you had a 12 to 1 ratio. So you had 11 tribes supporting one tribe, mm-hmm. if you will. Okay, The one tribe was not to get involved with what the others did. They were to be full-time ministers, supported mm-hmm. from the tithes of the other 11. This is a it was an amazingly cool system because... Um, the the system was built on this. The Levites and the priests would teach and preach God's word. 
then as the people received God's word, they would learn how to do things God's way and they would get blessed. Mm -hmm. And then from their blessings, they would give the first tenth to the Levites and the priests who would then teach God's word. And then the people would receive God's word and they would get more blessed and Mm -hmm. give 10% back to the priests and the Levites. Only it's more more increased now because it's the it, the total income has gone yep, up based off of a larger so you amount. end up with this massive cycle of increase is what you end up with mm-hmm. and if everything is working right that's still the way it works today it's mm-hmm. a massive cycle of increase and god set it up so that his people would always increase and then the ultimate goal was that through this cycle of increase all of God's people, including the 11 tribes and the priests and the Levites, would just have so much abundance that then they would have more capacity for giving more to the poor and more capacity for giving away to the missions, mm-hmm. you know, those countries outside of themselves, the foreigner, the traveler, the widow, everybody would end up being taken care of. That was mm-hmm. the cycle of prosperity that God intended. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Sometimes this breaks down <laughs> um, and it can break down. It's like a circle. If you break the circle at any point, it becomes a line. <laughs> and at that point it's broken, right? <laughs> so, um, so we now in the surge mission project, they go, they do a one to 10 ratio. Mm-hmm. So typically in the surge mission project, we who are in the cycle, the circle of life blessing, kind of reminds me of the Lion King. The circle <laughs> of life. No, I'm getting it. I didn't sing that. That's the... Uh, yeah, that's right. The circle of life. Okay. Yeah. So we're in the circle of God's life blessing through tithing, giving, receiving God's word, getting blessed more, tithing, giving. So then from that, we have abundance and we give to things like the Surge Mission Project, which then pays for a guy's salary for a year mm-hmm. while he plants a church and doesn't have 10 tithing people. And then the goal is that after a year, he would have 10 tithing families, and then you'd have one pastor to 10 tithing families and then grow from there. See? So the cycle then repeats itself. And that's why in the Surge Mission Project, then they actually, uh, they actually surge church plants often plant another church because that's they right. get into the cycle of blessing, right? That's right. All right, so let's back up. And let's ask the question, why do you believe this is valid for today in America, in the American church cycle Mm -hmm. of 2021? Well, it's the same system that you described is still necessary because if you are working, you have a full-time job, it is hard for you to set aside the amount of time that it actually takes to study the word of God and get a lot of revelation. Now, Mm. let me... Clarify, it's not impossible. I know uh, businessmen who are able to study and are able to get revelation, but when it comes down to it, the discipleship model that Jesus placed in front of us had people that were full-time ministers of the gospel. They left their fishing nets behind. They left their business. And followed Jesus. Right. They left their tax booth behind and That's followed right. Jesus, right? Yeah. That's right. So they left their their working system on what was dependent on them, and they became dependent on God. Mm-hmm. And through that, they needed people to help support them. And yeah. God has created this cycle. Mm-hmm. So all of that to say is the reason that we're able to provide this 
podcast that you're listening to right now is because of this cycle. Yeah. The reason that we're able to organize and structure and plan church events, church services is because of this structure. Mm -hmm. And it is all for your benefit. Yeah. You as an individual listening to this podcast. Yeah, so what we're now saying is that you can't minister unless you're a full-time uh, minister yeah. of the gospel. God calls apostles, prophets, pastors, evangelists, teachers. You don't have to be a full uh, get your living from the gospel to fulfill that. Mm -hmm. But if you are called to that, mm -hmm. then you are called to live off the tithe mm -hmm. and the offering, mm -hmm. right? And, uh, and if you are called to that, which I am and you are... Mm -hmm. You'll come to places in your life where you'll have these confrontational sessions where <laughs> between you and God. It's, yeah. and, and it's always Jesus confronting you. Mm -hmm. and, and it comes in a form like this. After Jesus' death uh, and burial and resurrection, Peter didn't see where things were going, so yeah. he said, I'm going fishing. Yep. Well, that's not that's not going. I'm going to go throw a bobber in. Yeah, he's not, he's not doing his hobby. No, he is restarting <laughs> his business. Yeah. And the Lord had a little session with Peter. <laughs> and the way that worked out was um, he wanted to prove I can bless you if I want to. So, so what happens is Peter's out all night throwing his nets. The business isn't prospering. Jesus appears in his resurrected body on the shore and says, hey, put your net on the other side. They do it, and they catch so many fish, the boats are sinking it's again. It's not like that's ever happened that's before. Ha <laughs> happened before. <laughs> this is time number two. I can bless your business if I want to. One of those deals, you know. Yeah. And so then Peter swims to shore in this case mm -hmm. and meets the Lord, and then the Lord has some fish and bread prepared. But then the Lord Jesus takes a little walk with Peter, and every full-time minister of the gospel has this walk with Jesus on the side of the seashore. I've had it. I'm sure you've had it. We all have it. And the Lord says to Peter, hey, Peter, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and and, and uh, Peter says, well, you know, and, and, and the Lord says, well, do you love me? Well, yeah. <laughs> then can you make the focus of your life feeding my sheep? Mm. I don't know. <laughs> and then the Lord says Maybe. again, hey, hey, did you tell me you, that you did love me? <laughs> Well, yeah, kind of, I do. Well, can you make the focus of your life tending my lambs? Yeah. <laughs> and of course, this happens three times, which is the number of completion. Peter, do you love me at all? <laughs> <laughs> do you really mean it? Do you really mean it? Yeah. Can you make the focus of your life mm. not about restarting your business, but instead about feeding my sheep? Mm. Now, this is a conversation that Jesus is going to have with the full-time minister. Now, I'm talking about the minister that gets his living from the gospel uh, of Jesus as opposed to from businesses and stuff. So what I'm trying to say is that the system is set up where God calls these people and then God calls others to prosper in these other things and they mm. tithe and mm -hmm. it feeds the cycle. Mm -hmm. Now, that's not to say you can't do. We, You and I both have little businesses, right? Yep. yep. But here's a little thing that we do. I just don't get involved in any business unless it is in some way, shape, or form feeding people and, and yeah. doing ministry at the same time. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Because my calling is to feed the sheep yeah. and take care of people, tend, tend the lambs. Yes. See? So it's always a process of 
It, it's always a, a, a dual thing there. But our primary living is from the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's right. Okay. So that's the cycle that is meant to be. And I want to encourage you, get into the cycle of blessing. That's right. Uh, there are some people that are called into full-time ministry, and we bless that. We try to identify those people. And then there are others that are called to tithe and give to support those. Mm-hmm. And even the Levites tithed, which we're going to get into, right? That's right. So the, even, even they tithed. So uh, the point is, is that, that God calls everybody to tithe to get into this cycle and circle of blessing. That's why, just to close this podcast off, at Abundant Life Church, even when we're not doing very well, you know, churches go through times when you're doing great, not mm-hmm. doing very well. In the depths of 2020, mm-hmm. when things looked their most bleak for the local church, mm-hmm. I looked at the situation and said, we need to give. Mm-hmm. So who has it worse than us right now? Mm-hmm. Well, that was our blessed brothers in Cuba. Mm-hmm. They were they had it much worse than us. So mm-hmm. we collected an offering. We asked people, instead of asking those people to give more to our local mm-hmm. church, we, we said, nope, we're going to focus on giving That's right. to our brothers in That's Cuba right. who have it worse. They're in long right. lines just to get oil. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And just to get chicken, just yep. to get bread. Yep. So we gave to them because we believe we want to stay a, sar- a part of that cycle right. of blessing right. by giving and tithing away from ourselves. Thank you for joining us today. At Abundant Life Church, we believe that through community and small groups and encounters with Jesus, you will have growth. Visit Abundant.us to learn more about ALC and how to join a small group. You can also join us on Sunday mornings at 9 a.m. in person or at 1045 in person or on our YouTube with our live stream community.